Hope is very positive, very optimistic look into the future. Fear, very pessimistic. Anxiety-filled, look into the future. Two very different things, right? Well, personally, I don't think so. I believe they're the exact same thing. And this guy right here, Epictetus, agrees with me. Let's see what he has to say. Hello, Anderson Nation. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 10. Episode 10 already. We're halfway through, guys. That reminds me, before I say anything else, I am running out of requests for episodes. I have three, four more to make. Uh, There's still about six episodes left where you can ask for topics, so hit me up. Uh, Send anything. It could be your favorite philosopher you want to hear about, a topic, a specific question, whatever it may be. I do this for you guys, so might as well ask, right? Speaking of you guys, Road Trip is still on, and now I have a second person I'll be meeting along the way, which is awesome, in Pittsburgh as well. So I'm getting really stoked about this. If there's anyone along the way, you know, I'll be driving through cities like Buffalo, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Detroit, Chicago. We're all over the place uh, around the Great Lakes. So if you're around there, hit me up. I would be happy to stop by and meet you, shake your hand, look you in the eye, and thank you for being a listener and supporter. Speaking of support, you might notice it's a little dark outside. That's because it's 634. It's 634 in the morning. On a Wednesday, no less. <laughs> what is Anderson doing at 6.30 in the morning on a Wednesday? Simple. I have to go to work. It's Wednesday. I actually have to leave in about an hour. But this morning, specifically, my kids happen to have a late entry for school. Meaning, they don't have to get up for another two hours. So it affords me the liberty this morning to do whatever I want. And what did I choose? Well, I already meditated. Mm, all right. I don't eat breakfast usually. I eat once a day. So I took the time to... Do some more Anderson work, because that's what I do. All of this is on my spare time. And I wanted to share the story just as a reminder for those who have been with me from the beginning and others who are just jumping on. Stoicism for a Better Life is a free platform. Everything is free. The articles, the podcasts, the website. I post user content there. It's a free platform for all of us. I do all this work on my spare time, and I don't charge anything for it. There's no advertisement anywhere, not in the podcasts, not on the website. All I ask in return is talk about it. Spread the word. I'm doing this because stoicism literally saved my life at least twice by my count. And so I feel a serious sense of duty. (laughs) Duty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm 40. I feel a serious sense of duty towards my fellow cosmopolitans to spread this knowledge and wisdom. If you can call it wisdom, because it's not rocket science. It's really simple stuff. And it's not that much stuff either. We just have to do it consistently in the present moment. And that's a good seg to our episode today. One of the many people I had the pleasure of conversing over the past few months was Lance. And Lance asked if I could do an episode on hope and fear. So here we go. Hope is very positive, very optimistic look into the future. Fear, very pessimistic. Anxiety-filled, look into the future. Two very different things, right? Well, personally, I don't think so. I believe they're the exact same thing. And this guy right here, Epictetus, agrees with me. Let's see what he has to say. I'm reading today from his discourses, book one, 17. And it is a simple, one single sentence quote, as Stoicism always is. And God, I love this philosophy. He says, make the best use of what is in our power and treat the rest in accordance with its nature. I feel like I can read that quote for pretty much every episode I've ever done. Like any idea, any thought, any issue, any concern, it always goes back to exactly what Epictetus is saying there. And that's why he's my go-to guy. You'll recall my biggest challenge has been letting go of what's not in my control. And Epictetus is the hands down king of that. So he's my guy. You're my boy, Blue. (laughs) 
If anybody didn't get that reference, that's from old school. Great movie. Anyways, how does this apply to hope and fear? Well, simple. Hope and fear fall into the domain of the future. A future that is unknown and yet to be realized. They are both false projections of a non-existent future that probably won't happen because when we feel hope or fear, we're typically thinking of extreme scenarios, right? It's one scenario we think of in the future and then we're like, oh, what if that happens? Or that definitely has to happen. I really, really want it to happen. But that is not going to happen. That's not the way the world works. That's not the way the universe works. The universe will do what it does and you will be stuck having to deal with it. (laughs) You can't do anything about it. It's like the stoic story of the dog and the cart. We are the dog who is leashed to the cart. That is life. As a dog, we can run around and do whatever we want, but we're still bound by the rules of the universe, the leash. We can't really get away from it. And the cart is the universe. The cart will move when it wants. It'll stop when it wants, and it'll move as fast as it wants. The dog has no say in this. The dog can bite the leash. It can pull on it. It could scream. It could yelp. It could even throw itself on the ground like a three-year-old and throw a tantrum and just be dragged through the mud. It can do all of that, but guess what's going to happen? It will still move in the direction of the cart, one way or another. And that's life. Life will happen. The universe will happen. Hoping and fearing a future that hasn't come to fruition yet and that most probably won't happen, no different than, say, taking a pen and start stabbing yourself in the shoulder. It'll hurt, and it's pointless. And that's what hope and fear is. (laughs) I know it's a crazy example, but it's true. Hope and fear, absolutely useless, absolutely pointless, and crazy destructive in our minds. Crazy destructive. The second we leave the present moment and we start living in the regrets of the past and anxieties of the future, we choose to leave the present moment. Nobody makes you do that. There's no cosmic gun to your head. You choose to leave the present moment, which is the only place you exist. And you choose to go into another make-believe land. Might as well do some crank or meth or whatever and imagine some random shit. That's exactly what it is. There's no difference between the two. They don't exist. So as an exercise, maybe write down everything that you're fearing or hoping for on a regular basis. This is something I do. This is something I do when I'm feeling anxiety or fear. I'll write down my thoughts. And oftentimes it's because I'm thinking of the future, uh, trying to plan. And it's okay to plan. We're not going to stumble through life like mumbling, bumbling idiots either. But there's a big, monumental difference between planning a general path to follow, to guide our efforts, and losing sleep, getting stressed, worrying, and actually counting on a result happening or not happening. It's just silly nonsense we do to set ourselves up for failure because there's no winning in that scenario. Okay, maybe if the one scenario you think of just so happens to happen or not happen, cool, you'll be okay. But if any of the other 999,999 scenarios happen, well, you're going to be pissed off or sad or upset. Think about that. You're setting yourself up for failure. So hope and fear, equally pointless, equally useless, and equally destructive. So let's try and avoid those, all right? Life is easy, but man, it can feel tough. And I know it feels tough sometimes, and that's why I keep talking to you guys. But remember, we're all in this together. And through a rational conversation and other agents of positive change around us, we can get through this together. And I'm rooting for you. 